0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Buenos tardes, mi amigo. Hola, my. Good afternoon, good evening Whenever you may be listening to this beautiful podcast It is the Mikey Likes You Podcast I am Michael D. Catherwood Hello, hello, hello Um, God damn it, I got a fly problem in my house I live near the beach, it is moist And then when it gets real hot like this The flies there are a-coming And frankly, I think I need to blame my new puppy, Gloria Because um, she takes the biggest shits ever She has a St. Bernard Shepherd mix. And she's amazing. She's sweet. But she eats a lot. She is a growing puppy and she's a big one. And she takes monstrous poopies. A lot of them. And turns out flies love that. So my backyard gets filled because of its its poo heaven. And then they just they they make their way to my house and it drives me crazy. So Enough of that. <laughs> Any uh, exterminators out there who want to do some pro bono work, I'm your man, Venice Beach, California. I'll give you all the plugs you want. Um, very special uh, episode today. It was very special for me, and I honestly hope it's that way for you because, uh, I, as I alluded to on the last um, podcast, I am engaging in the 12-week program in the Maximus Body, the book by Bobby Maximus, Rob McDonald, also known as, probably better known as, Bobby Maximus. And uh, he has a 12-week program, which is, it it says outright, it warns you, super duper difficult, super intense. Um, He has a six-week program, which is, uh, excuse me, six-month program, which is exactly twice as long. Um, 12 weeks is, you know, roughly three months. So he's like, look, you can do the six-month program And it is going to be beneficial. You will learn a lot. You will gain a lot. You will progress, progress a lot. You can do it in half the time if you're willing to commit twice the effort. Um, And I decided to do it. Well, much to my surprise, Bobby himself offered to kind of guide me through it. He's contacted me pretty much daily, pretty close to it, at least four or five times a week. And he's been monitoring my progress, checking in on me, giving me tips, giving me hints, giving me helpful ideas, um, giving me motivation. And then yesterday we recorded our very first kind of check-in podcast. He and I connected over Zoom. He's in Salt Lake City. I'm out here in Los Angeles and he um he gave me some some tips, some motivation, some insight. And I I really thought a lot of the things he said, I, I know this sounds corny, but a lot of the things he said were really life-changing and I think that you will get a lot out of it. So, on top of the accountability that I get from putting this out there and and you know, giving you guys the updates on how I'm doing and, and the progress and whatnot, hopeful progress. Uh, it's also, I think, going to be a useful tool for y'all to follow along with because he's just really laying it on with all of the insight and all of the kind of positive aspects of chal- of, of this challenging endeavor. And he's doubled down on the psychological aspect of it, which is what I really think is so important because it has so much carryover into every other aspect of your life, professional, you know, uh, relationships, whatnot. So here it is, check-in podcast number one for me and my 12-week Bobby Maximus program. I'm joined by the man who uh, graced us with episode 20. He is the one and only Bobby Maximus, um, and he is returning um because he is so kind to have offered to help me help to guide me through his program the 12 week program in his book the maximus body um bobby hello first off how are you i'm fantastic do you want to do a an intro for you so that you can um you know simulcast it and everything seems seamless yeah i mean i'm i'm bobby maximus uh, i i've trained people
0: for a living um, I can give you a list of my credentials, but I'm not really into that. If you're interested, you can look me up, check my resume. I'm I'm reasonable at what I do, uh, but I I say we just get right down to it and okay.
1: start talking about kind of what you're going through. Well, I'm in um, I'm in week two. Um, it, I guess it's day four. Today is Thursday, okay. August twentieth. And I'm in day four of week of week two of the 12 week program. And I really decided to do it because um, it is so challenging. And I, I read um, the Maximus body cover to cover um, a little over a year ago, like right when it first came out. Um, and I, I kind of flirted with the idea of always doing it. And finally, I just came to the point in my life where I thought I, I can do this. I really told myself I could do it. And, I, and what if I did something super uncomfortable, super challenging, and I didn't quit for the first time, you know, not for the first time in my life, but for one of the very few times in my life, if I really said, I don't care how nasty this gets, I don't care how hard it gets, I don't care how much it impedes on my daily schedule, I don't care how much um, physical pain it causes me, I don't care how much uh, mental strife it causes me, I'm gonna commit to doing it and, and, and finishing that. Um, and it started to excite me. It started to excite me because I've always had the ability personally to adhere to training regimens and, and, and strict diets, but I am really a slave to a lot of my self-imposed limitations. And I felt like this program was perfect for getting me to a place where I could really aggressively break through a lot of those.
0: Yeah. I, I would actually say that your mindset needs some work. Um, and it's not just you, but I believe this is indicative of most people in the world. For some reason, exercise, like if you just hear how you vocalize things, and this is actually something I do a lot of online corporate type coaching with people, uh, in high-end athletic training, what I mean by corporate and athletic training is I hold your hand every step of the way. Okay. We talk every day. We text message, we email, and I work on the real areas that I think you need to work on to get really fit. And by you, I mean everybody. And so those three areas are, we'll call it nutrition, working out, and psychology. Uh, psychology is a really important part of the whole puzzle. And psychology for me, that ranges from stress relief uh, and managing stress on a day-to-day basis, all the way to dealing with self-imposed limitations there's an interesting thing that happens with working out. If you just listen to how you phrased everything, it was no matter how nasty this gets, no matter how bad this gets, no matter how hard this gets, like I'm going to throw myself on the fire. People use these terms like suffering and pain and, and, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. What I try to work with a lot of my clients on is getting rid of the, the mystique's the wrong word, but the suffering linguistics put me, put it put around working out in training training shouldn't be something you ought to do it shouldn't be something you have to do it shouldn't be something you're forced to do or that you're suffering through it's no different than brushing your teeth and so i always tell my clients to brush your damn teeth if your wife died today you'd brush your teeth if your kid died you'd still brush your fucking teeth right if you got in a car accident you'd brush your teeth If you woke up and you got a new job, you'd brush your teeth. Like, it's just something you do. Working out should be the same way. So there should be no reason to approach a program with the mindset of, I have to do two days. This is going to be hard. I got to gear myself up. Like, it should just be as simple as you wake up, you brush your teeth. You go to bed, you brush your teeth. Now, the the reason that's so important is because... You're not just training for three months. You're not just training for 12 weeks. You're not just on a transformation program. You want to keep the results and you want to better yourself for the rest of your life. So it's, it's best to get in the habit. This is just who you are and what you do. Nothing special, nothing unique, just part of everyday life.
1: Yeah, that is a great little tweak. And and certainly I could get a lot out of I'm sure a lot of people could get a lot out of kind of changing the way that I look at it because I definitely went into it with this idea that this is going to be a suffer fest. but I guess this 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 self-imposed crucible was was um, going to be my my kind of road to redemption, I guess. And and um, I do you see to speak positively about kind of what you look at as a a, um, a green light. Um, thought, a positive thought. Um, I, I did envision this as something that wasn't just going to last three months. It was something that was the beginning of changing the way that I, yep. I looked at myself forever.
0: Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Don't make it something it isn't. So you're just showing up to work out. It's incredible. Now there's, there's areas, right? You got to pay attention to your sleep. You got to pay attention to what you eat. We'll talk about that a little bit. But what what do you think would happen if tonight you went to the gym and had a bad workout, or tomorrow you had to miss for whatever reason? One day, do you think it would really change the outcome of the three month program? Probably not. The answer is no. So I tell people, don't make it something it's not. People get this idea of, and you've heard this before. When you make your transformation, you'll get this question: What's the one workout you did to change your body? Well, it wasn't one workout. It's that I just showed up twice a day for 12 weeks. Right. Like it's literally that simple. So I tell people not to make it a mountain you have to climb. Just show up twice a day and punch a clock and go home.
1: Yeah, I incredible. mean, and I, I, I totally agree. And I see a lot of uh, a correlation to how I talk to a lot of young men and women when they ask me, how do I get a job in radio? How do I become a big-time broadcaster? And I, I was like, well, I, I can't really point to one thing. I, I just I, – I really – was passionate about it and I did it day in and day out, over and over and over and over again. And next thing you know, it kinda that's what happened. It so, was I can't really point uh, to this one thing. No,
0: I'm gonna tell you your secret that you did to get the broadcasting. Show up, you didn't quit, and you asked some questions along the way. Mm-hmm. If you do those three things in every in any
1: area of life, you'll get really good. Yeah, far, I'm glad Kimberly, you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because Look, I mean, I'm a guy who gives fitness advice to other people, and I think that a lot of people look at me as as some form of expert. And and I, you know, to be fair, in in many ways, I am. I do understand uh, diet, nutrition, and and certainly hypertrophy and and uh, fat loss. You know, more than the average Joe. But um, I, I need you to to mentor me, to to open my eyes and ears to uh, uh, different ideas, and to and for that level of accountability, um, I, I I'll remember. I'll never forget. I um, one of the um, key kind of um, bits that we used to do on the Kevin and Bean Morning Show here in Los Angeles, which is where I kind of grew up in radio, was we'd do these breakfast with shows, and it was the biggest bands in the world, literally. U two, um, the the Police, Green Day, uh, Coldplay. You go down the list, and and we would record a live concert and like a Q and A. At breakfast time in the morning, one time we did Metallica, and I was sitting next to – I happened to be sitting at the soundboard next to Kirk Hammett, the guitar player, and in between commercial breaks, and uh, we were just shooting the shit, and I was trying my best not to bother the guy, but uh, we were just talking, and he's like, oh, yeah, and next week I, I got to make sure I get back uh, to Northern California because I, um, I got to continue with my studies. And I go, Oh, what would you like studying a language? Or what do you, what are you into? And he's like, no, my guitar, my guitar studies. And I was like, wait a second. Um, you're Kirk Hammett. You've sold 150 million records and you're a legend in guitar, but you, you take guitar lessons. He's like, Oh yeah, I can't, I can't ever stop learning. I can't ever stop. You know, I can't believe that I'm complete. I always have to keep growing. And I feel the same way about fitness. I can't, I can't, believe my bullshit about like, I know everything there is to know. And I have the amount of motivation that I absolutely m- could maximize. I, I, I really do need someone like you to come in and, and keep me growing, you know? Well, one of the, one of the secrets, the, the, the thing I take
0: from that Kurt Hammett story is he actually loves what he does. Right. So here's the deal. Do you know why Eddie Van Halen's so good at guitar? Why? Because he loved it. Yeah. You'd have to love it to play that thing seven hours a day. Uh, there's a the guy, Jeff Healy, uh, mm-hmm. blind. He was in the movie Roadhouse, Canadian. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you he's one of the greatest guitarists ever. Joe Satriani, Steve Vai. There's a whole group of people out there. They got good at guitar because they absolutely love it. And you would have to love it to play that thing morning to night. Like there's stories about Eddie Van Halen sitting in his room and playing till his fingers bled day. Right. After day, after day, after day, you would have to love it, right? And that's something that you see with all the best people in the world. I'm lucky in my gym to have NBA guys. A couple of them are retired. Guess Mm -hmm. what they talk about every single day? Basketball. It's in their blood. They love it. They adore it. They're psyched for the playoffs. It's not something they just kind of do and then go home and complain about it. Like they cannot turn it off. That's the real secret to being fit. You have to learn to love it. right? Because when you love it, you don't miss days. When you love it, you have passion and you work harder. When you love it, you're willing to do things other people aren't. And that's the key. Versus now, imagine all the people out there who are like, I have to go to the gym tonight. I have to clear my schedule to go make the gym. I don't want to do this. This is hard. This is you're never going to get anywhere with that attitude. So I tell people learn to love it. It's also why, you know, we've been talking about this 12 week program and I'm sure you're going to get a bunch of questions about, well, how can I get the 12 week program? Well, I'll plug myself, go buy the book, the Maximus body. You can get it on Kindle, Amazon, iBooks, uh, uh, Papyrus scroll. Uh, I mean, whatever, whatever media form you want to ingest, the Maximus Body, Google books, you can follow the program. But if you don't have the program, just go do some fucking exercise twice a day. It doesn't even matter what it is. Zumba, kickboxing, push-ups in your backyard, playing with your kids. I think people out there would be shocked how fit they could get if they just did stuff twice a day, every day. Right. Wake up, move around
1: in the afternoon, move around again. It doesn't have to be complicated. I want to add to your plug in that uh, I, I do think that even if you're not interested in doing the 12-week program, I, I think a lot of people should be. And there's also a six-month program in there for someone who's not ready to embark on something as demanding as the 12-week program. Um, yep. I, I think you can get a lot out of this book even if you're not interested in the programs. There's so much in there that um, – and, and you know, I, I think that's been kind of your ethos is that the psychological aspect, the mind is primary – and learning how to identify your weaknesses and and um, and focus on them, and also how much of, how many of your weaknesses are really illusory, and you just tell yourself things. You you have these self imposed limitations, these ideas about yourself that aren't necessarily true. And if you start to transform the way you think about them, it, it really will make it so much easier for you to, to kind of break through those and to to change those. And also um, I own the Maximus body in in the actual hard cover but I found such if you are going to do the program I found such an advantage to getting it in a digital format because there is a lot of bouncing around you know where you yep. read on page 171 that you have to do this warm up and this exercise and then I can just click on it and it takes me right to a breakdown of what that warm up or that exercise is for me that that's been like a really nice little uh, tool no, and I'm, a big benefit. So just for those of I'm you out you, there that want to want want to actually follow the program, I do think there's yeah. an advantage to the digital. But I'm glad you brought up the psychology part because that's an integral part of the program.
0: Like I said, working out, I don't want to put my workouts down, but it's just showing up and lifting some weights. Like at the yeah. end of the day, I think I said this in the book, I can't remember if they edited it out or not because of bad words, but working out is just picking shit up and putting it down. Yeah, That's all it is. Like you know, if you want to come over to my house, we can move rocks in the backyard. I actually got a retaining wall that I need to build. You want a good workout, Mike, you, you book your ticket. You come out to Salt Lake City and uh, you and I move railway ties and cement blocks all day. And you tell me if you got a good enough workout. Right. Like it's not complicated. It's not fancy. I actually remember having a talk with my grandfather. This is kind of funny. Uh, you remember the days people used to hit like a tire with a sledgehammer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I was like, I can finally relate to my grandfather my grandfather was an old hard-headed northern Ontario miner like he worked in a mine his whole life so just a hard man
1: that's a hard man yeah
0: yep and just like built his own house did his own electricity did his own plumbing he hunted like just completely self-sufficient and I was like "I, I bet grandpa's gonna relate to this so I started telling him about how I did this workout where I was hitting a tire with a sledgehammer because i thought he think he would, he would think it was cool he looked at me with this look on his face kind of like uh clint eastwood in grand torino right. you ever see that movie yep and he goes what the fuck's wrong with you what do you mean he goes you're some kind of idiot I'm like well what do you mean he goes you're swinging a sledgehammer all day for free and i'm like uh yeah I mean, it's exercise. He goes, why don't you go get yourself a fucking job and contribute around here? And I'm like, oh, my God. This is like the most horrible thing a person's ever said to me. But to him, he didn't need to work out. He was just like working with his hands all the time. Exactly. Just chopping wood. You want to work out? Go like build your mother a new fence. Okay, I guess. But he's not wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were just active every day, you could get the workout you need. So a lot of people focus on the workouts and it's great that I guess the Maximus body has workouts and has a format you can follow. But the single biggest thing that I would want people to work on is getting their mindset set, right? Because if the mindsets, right? And that's why the first 80 pages are all psychology. The working out becomes easy. That's not the secret that's going to propel them to greatness. Mm -hmm. It's the mindset. And what, what separates your Kirk Hammett's from guitarists who didn't make it that mindset you were talking about to go to his guitar studies right what separates uh I don't know you like Guns N' Roses I do Axl Rose is uh I mean I I don't know if he's known for being the most well balanced human on the planet psychologically (laughs) but I will tell you That guy is damn proud of his craft and in control of everything that happens. Like he takes his shows very seriously. And one thing you hear about Axl Rose, you go to a Guns N' Roses concert, man puts on a tremendous show. Like he puts his heart and soul into what he does. That's psychological. Uh, Duff McKagan is a dude that's drinking a gallon of vodka a day at one point in his life. But when it comes time to go on stage and perform, guess what that man does? He goes on stage and performs. Like It's just that psychological thing. Michael Jordan had it. Kobe Bryant had it. The best people in the world have this switch that their mind's right, and that's why they can do the things they do. It's not that they had better training. It's not that they had a better teacher. It's not that they had better advantages. They're just really strong in that capacity mentally.
1: I want to um, focus in on how I, at least how I at this point have identified my weaknesses psychologically, and it comes to goal setting, where I don't think I'm someone I don't I, I don't believe that I'm someone who's particularly prone to a lot of self uh, a lot of negative self talk. Uh, certainly when it comes to to training and and, and nutrition, but what I noticed was. I would set these goals for what I want to accomplish in 12 weeks. And one of them that first came to mind was I want to run a seven minute mile. And then it dawned on me. It's like, why wouldn't I say six? Okay. So here's, here's number one. The number one problem is I don't want
0: you to set number goals. Okay. Nobody gives a fuck what you can deadlift, what you can run or what you can lift the thing that you need to do is just focus on being better than you were yesterday. Okay. So I, I want your goals to be more concrete. Don't put a limit on what you can run. Don't put a limit on what you can deadlift. Your goals are to show up twice a day and work your ass off to eat right and to sleep right. And I promise you, if you focus your goals on that, your numbers will be far better than you ever anticipated by the end of this program. Okay. And so, so how do you, how do you do that? Your goal is not to run a six minute mile or a five minute mile or a four minute mile. Your goal is what's, what's the workout tomorrow? Like when you wake up tomorrow, what do you have to do? Your goal is to get out of bed and work as hard as you can during that workout. If the workouts, if the workouts, a 10 K run, your best 10 K is 50 minutes you have to do it in 49, 59. You just have to be better than the time you were before. And if you focus on that and doing the right things, everything else falls into place. It's kind of like focus on taking one step at a time versus a mile down the road. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, so here's, here's your radio example because this will speak to you. If you show up do your research on your guests. I don't want you worried about listeners. I don't want you worried about subscriptions. I don't want you worried about monetizing enough ads yet. All I want you to do is show up and worry about doing your research on your guests, having high, high energy. What, what, what else? Tell me some other things that are important to have a good radio show. But if you focus on those things, guess what you're going to have two years down the road, a great fucking radio show, right? Just by focusing yeah. on the things that you need to focus on. Do you understand what I'm saying by that? Absolutely. And that's it. That's the secret. Like that's the thing. I'm, I'm actually in the background right now. I got uh, Colin Coward. You know who Colin Coward is? Yep. Okay, I like him. Him and Joy Taylor, I think, have one of the better shows on TV. I mean, I, I can try to focus on, on, on being him. And having millions of viewers and and and, and subscriptions and ad money and all this stuff, but you know what I've noticed about those two? They're engaging. They're funny. They are always on. I've never watched a Colin Coward Joy Taylor episode where I have felt like they were flat. Right. They are on 24/7, 365. They bring it. It's like a it's like a switch that they flip. And by the way, I don't think Joy's like that all the time. And I don't think Collins like that all the time. I don't think they're like that in their living room
1: at seven o'clock on a Sunday night. I can but tell you, first most- man, I've, I've, I've met Mr. Coward a couple times. He yep. would probably not remember. It was very inconsequential, but he's not. He's a very laid back kind of okay. personable but, dude. But when that camera comes on, it is
0: fucking go time. Yeah. And guess what? If you can be engaging, if you've done your research, if you have banter, if you have all those things, you're going to get really good at what you do.
1: You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So focus on the process, not the end result. That's that's unbelievably good advice. And I, I mean, I should have been able to kind of piece those things together myself because that's part and parcel what successful recovery is, at least for someone like me who kind of adheres to the 12 steps is like, I never, I, I just could not focus on staying clean for a month or staying clean for the rest of my life or staying clean, you know, for for any amount of time i just needed to worry about today that's what do it. i need and, to do today to make sure that i can go to bed tonight yep and clean one, and one, one day is was crucial you know yeah, one day turns into
0: two two turns into ten ten turns into ten years yeah you take it a day at a time so my advice to you is drop all the goals okay your goals are to work as hard as you can twice a day kill your nutrition and kill your sleep okay and if you do those things Amazing things will happen. I, I, this is a story I tell people. You can be, you're married, right? Mm-hmm. You can be the best husband in the world, and your wife can be out fucking the neighbor. Right. You can drive as carefully as you want, and someone can rear end you at a stop sign, and you get in a car accident. You can be the best radio personality in the world, and your network is sold. And they go through some type of revamp or restructure and you get laid off. Right. And believe me, that happens. Some of the best athletes in the world have been cut. Some of the best TV people in the world have been fired or laid off. You're not immune to it. I don't care who you think you are. It can happen to you. So much of life is out of our control where bad shit can just happen to you. The other side of the coin is working out. That's probably the only area you have in your entire life where you're in complete control. I can promise you, if you eat right and sleep right and work hard, you will be better tomorrow than you are
1: today. And there's, it's a guaranteed. There's, there's contract. no outside circumstance that kind of gets in the way. Like nope, there, a it, weight is always the exact same weight that it was yesterday, nope. tomorrow, no matter what your wife or your coworkers say. Yeah, two hundred pounds is two hundred pounds. It's a guaranteed contract.
0: Yeah. You show up and work hard and good things will happen. So I tell people, stop worrying about all the down the road stuff. Worry about today. Worry about getting through your workout. Worry about going a little bit faster than you did the day before. Worry about doing better form. Worry about just lifting more weight and you'll get strong. Here's here's a good example of that. The deadlift. You deadlift?
1: I do. What's your max? Um in my life it was much higher and that was when I was much younger and uh supplementing with a uh mexican supplements okay but but i was at like five i had a 585 deadlift at, at like 178 pounds okay what do you think you can do now um uh, probably a butt hair under 500 like maybe you know 495 okay. somewhere around there so here's what i want you to do 500 okay do you think you can do 400 tomorrow yeah absolutely i mean i i did it i did 400 a couple weeks ago and it was easy um, It was not easy, but it wasn't. I, I definitely don't think it was my one rep max. So rather than worry about getting to
0: 585, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you the secret how to get there. This week, I want you to deadlift 400. That's it, just once. Okay. If you do that this week, next week, do you think you could add five pounds and do 405? Sure. It's only five pounds. The week after, add another five and do 410. The week after, Add another five and do 415. This is all reasonable because you can always do five more pounds. Right. If you do that for a year and add five pounds a week, you'll add 250 pounds to your deadlift and you'll have 650 within a year. Just add five, add five, add five. But that's not what people do. They get worried about percentages and reps and sets and the end number versus just put a little bit more weight on the bar this week and go up. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Same thing. Same thing, your mile. If you're running a seven-minute mile, do you think you could run a 6.58? Probably. It's only two seconds. Just take two seconds off a week. You have any idea how fast you'll be in a year? You'll take almost two minutes off your time. Right. Versus all these convoluted training programs. So what I tell people is to focus on that principle. Focus on just adding a little bit every week. So when you're in your Maximus Body program and the same workout comes up, guess what you have to do? Just do it a little bit faster and a little bit better. Yeah. But that's not what people do. They go and they get all complicated and they try to make these sets and workouts and blah, blah, blah. And they fail and they flounder because they're too worried about what's going to happen down the end of the road.
1: Yeah, that that's totally true. And I also think that, you know, a lot of it is not the general public's fault. I mean, I think especially with the advent of the internet, a lot of the the casual kind of exerciser or the casual athlete is sold a false bag of goods that promises them expedient success, you know? And that's just not reality. You know who I'm scared of right now? Who? Damian Lillard.
0: Yeah. And if you're a Lakers fan, you should be fucking scared too. No, you're right. Did you, are you? Are you a Lakers fan? Yeah, Diehard. Did you watch the game in Portland? I, unfortunately, yes. Hey, okay, did you did you note the the body language and the verbiage of the Portland Trailblazers walking off the court? I didn't. No. I'm gonna give you some things they said. We ain't won nothing yet. Three more. Yeah. That's only one. Get your head straight. That's a scary fucking team to play. Yeah, they're not thinking about. See, here's here's the difference. I think. I think the Lakers. I think, and this will relate to working out. It's not just sports talk, but I think the Lakers are thinking about the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I think the Lakers are thinking about winning a championship. I think Braun is thinking about his legacy. You know what Portland's thinking of? Winning one, one game. game at a fucking time. Yep. Yeah, it's a good point. That's it. There was no celebration. There was no dancing. It was like, we ain't won nothing yet. That's scary. You know who it reminds me of? Kobe. Kobe had that interview when they were up to nothing. And someone asked if he, if he felt good being up to nothing. He goes, we haven't won anything yet. That's a scary mentality to face. Yeah. Because they are focused on the here and now that's how that's how you deal with your working out not three months
1: you you got a game tomorrow and you need to win that game that's that's a great point and you know i i can relate to that so much not only with training and and you know just one meal at a time but also like just in life i get so wrapped up in like what's gonna happen with this show i sold what's gonna you know am i gonna get picked up for a second season is it it's like well, let's just worry about episode one focus focus on putting out the best product possible
0: have you seen we talked about the movie the show kingdom right yes direct tv had it it didn't do well uh no one ever heard of it but it found its way to netflix and it's having this like revitalization it's like killing it you know why because that show is well done it's got great acting it's got great writing they put their heart and soul into that series I promise you, if you put your heart and soul into something and focus on the product, good things will happen. Same thing. What keeps you, what's your favorite like thing that you buy, your favorite clothing item, your favorite that keeps you going back? It's that the product is good. Right. It's not sales. It's not marketing gimmicks. At the end of the day, that whatever it is makes a really good product. You understand what I mean? Sure. Uh, Have you heard the new Drake anthem? Laugh now, cry later. Yeah, I've heard it. Holy shit. So good. If you love Drake, those guys are really focused on their music, not sales, not dances, not like, you know, 10 years down the road. Let's just make the best song that we can make. Right. And true songwriters do it. The Rolling Stones did it for years.
1: You know how hard it is to release like 40 good albums. And to do 10,000 good shows. Yeah. That's the thing that always blew me away is I saw the stones, you know, maybe a couple of years ago and in their seventies, like they, they didn't phone it in for one freaking second. That's thing. One song at a
0: time, right? One album at a time, not what are, what's a career going to look like in 20 years. So you need to get rid of that thinking. You need to just focus on, here's another one. You're only one bite away from a perfect diet. Doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Doesn't matter what happened this morning. You're one bite, one meal, one lunch away from a perfect diet. So you yeah, just
1: focus on getting through that thing. Hey, don't touch that dial. I guess it's not a dial, it's a podcast. So I don't, I'm stuck in old radio world. Did somebody say playoffs? I think I did. The MLB. NBA, NHL, all in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Here's some advice from me. Don't bet with your heart, bet with your brain. I like to bet on the Lakers because I love the Lakers. Hasn't worked out well for me so far, but one thing that has worked out very well is using Bet Online. Take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. All for you to bet on. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes, my friends. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sports book experts. That's a great point, and I'm glad you brought that up because nutrition is definitely something that I wanted to – touch on is that, you know, since I engaged in this program, I've had to kind of really radically change the way I eat. And, um, even though body fat loss is at the top of the list of things that I want to accomplish, I've had to eat much more frequently because I'm someone who did enjoy, you know, morning training with just like some BCAAs or something, but um and then you know maybe not even eating till later in the day and getting my I'd still get my macros and calories and all that but I I was l- just really focused on the amount of calories and the macros and like what what I can do to look good and maintain that but yeah. when you're engaging in strenuous workouts twice a day I, I have to eat for performance and it's it's radically changed the way I mean I getting up and making sure that I get that pre-workout meal in and then and, and really adhering to things that I know are going to not prevent me from doing my best twice a day. Um, it's it's given me a different emphasis when it comes to eating. Here's, here's one with water. I'm going to tell you, you need
0: to drink eight liters of water a day. Okay. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? I can't drink eight liters. That's two gallons. There's no way. Like you're looking at the two big jugs and you start
1: psyching yourself out because there's no way. That's, That's two, two gallons you- for, for a dumb American like me? That's two gallons? Two gallons. Okay. Seems like a big
0: task, right? A lot of people freak out when I tell them that. Yeah. Question, can you drink 250 milliliters? That's like a small little stubby bottle of water in the next 30 minutes. Sure. Focus on that. Okay. Just drink 250 milliliters every 30 minutes. And by the end of the day, you'll have two gallons. Okay. But just focus on that. What do I have to do in the next half hour? Because when you look at those big jugs of water, you're going to freak out. Yeah, how could I possibly do this? I'm going to piss so much. There's no way I can drink this. I can't measure this. I can't. No, 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 no. Just go buy a fuck ton of like little bottles and every half hour fill it up and drink it. Okay. Like it's not that hard cuz I know you can take a literally one cup of water right now and drink it. True or false? True. So just drink one cup every half hour. Okay. So that's 500 milliliters for 16 hours or you're eight liters. Okay. Holy shit, that was easy. But if you focus on the big, big bucket, you will never do it. Okay, that's, great. that's a great That's what great I had to advice. do when I was in the UFC. So same thing with eating, right? Same yeah. thing with sleeping. You want to get eight hours a night? You don't have to go get eight hours tonight. Just go to bed five minutes earlier tonight than you did last night. Just five minutes. That's all I ask. You went to bed at 10 last night, go to bed at 9.55 tonight. Can you do that? yep absolutely well shit by the end of like the month you're going to bed at like six at night yeah and i'm not saying i want you to do that the point is just take these incremental little chunks and focus on just doing better than you did yesterday right here's the other deal marriage you're worried about your marriage lasting 30 years don't worry about that you know what you need to worry about writing your wife a note today just a note that says hey love you appreciate you you're the best thing in my life that's it just to write that note great if you advice. write that note every day guess where your marriage will be in 30 years a lot better off It'll be a lot better like she'll be feeling affirmed she'll feel appreciated she'll feel and literally writing that note is something that would take you 60 seconds stop worrying about all this big picture shit fucking right. handle your business in the moment it's great advice man. it's about being present you understand what i mean so I'm, I'm going to kind of, we're going to do a bunch of podcasts here, I think. But what I want to do is every week, book a time with you to talk with you about what you need to work on. Because this is what I do for my clients in the, in the like, corporate athletics realm mm-hmm. is a big part of it is these, what I call sports psychology talks. So this week we're talking about getting that base mindset of brushing your teeth. Here's what I need you to do today, Mike. I just need you to brush your teeth. What do you mean, Rob? I I just need you to show up and put your all into those workouts. That's it. That's all. Okay, anything else? I just need you to not eat processed food. Okay, and I just need you to go to bed at 10. Can you do those three things? Yes. If you can do those three things, you will be more successful than you can imagine. And that way, it's also open-ended because you're not going to limit yourself to a seven-minute mile. We're just going to see how good we can do, just grow. by focusing yeah. on these little things that will add up and be huge. Okay. And that's and that's honestly where I think the exercise industry has fucked a lot of people over. Is that it's trying to sell the secret, trying to sell the shortcut, trying to sell the big ticket item. You know how the Rock got so
1: fit? Working day in and day out. Have you seen that movie with him and Kevin Hart where they're like spies? Uh, I saw one movie with him and Kevin Hart where they were cops together, but I'm not sure I saw the one where they were spies. Anyway, Dwayne Johnson was like a fat
0: kid in high school. Okay. And then he got really, really fit. And it's the best line ever. Kevin Hart goes, man, you changed. Like, what did you do? He goes, I did one simple thing. I worked out six hours a day for 20 years straight. Like, <laughs> but it's true. Like, that's it. Right. Do you know how fit you'd be if you just worked out for six hours a day for 20 years straight? Yeah. Like, no secrets no um no magic pill nothing all he did and it's actually like it's meant to be funny but that's all the rock does he shows up and he tries yeah he's and by the way he's not any better than you I'm not any better than you you know why I'm more fit than you because I've just showed up for 26 years straight every day right that's it by the way I don't think I'm that fit for the amount of effort I put in like, it's funny, when I tell myself I've worked out twice a day for 26 years, like, holy shit, I should be a lot better than I am. And people are like, oh, you're one of the fittest people in the world. Well, yeah, but all I did was show up. Right. Here's, here's another one that I'll leave you with here. Men's health today, I did a workout. Uh, it took nine minutes and 30 seconds. It was men's health live today. I did 10 lunges, 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups. Nine of each, okay. eight of each, all the way to one. Does that sound that hard? It, took, it takes nine and a half minutes.
1: Um, it yeah. Well, yeah. I, it doesn't sound hard because it's of the time. But I know those type of descending workouts. I bet you later on it kind of got difficult.
0: Okay. I want you to do this today as part of your warm up. Okay. Okay. So you're going to do ten lunges, not ten on each leg, just ten. Period lunges like just alternating legs one two three four five seven eight nine ten then you're going to do 10 air squats 10 air squats 10 sit-ups and 10 push-ups sit-ups
1: and push-ups okay
0: then i want you to do nine of each then eight of each seven of each six of each five of of each four of each three of each two of each one of each i want you to put on your favorite music whatever you listen to uh now that you're on my program, it's going to be uh, a lot of Drake, a lot of Tory Lanes, uh, Justin Bieber's new album's phenomenal. Um, the Weekend, we like Party Next Door, things like that. Okay. But I want you to put on your favorite playlist. Um, I, I actually think you're kind of like a John Petrucci
1: guy. Am I right in that? I, I yeah. I mean, I appreciate him technically. I think he's uh, okay. a, a godlike. Yeah. But I'm more of a simple strong, song structure guy, you know, compared to the proggy stuff. You you listen to your, I, I see you like your Bon Jovi. You,
0: you remind me of like a Canadian Italian, uh, uh, hard rocker maybe some skid row with skid oh, row slave
1: to the grind is is one of the best <laughs> albums ever
0: this is, this is another great canadian sebastian bach by the way how mad are his parents that they like forced him to go through all those years of like classical studying and he turned out to be a heavy metal
1: artist I i'm sure i'm sure after he sold his first like when he got his first platinum record they were perfectly okay with it
0: because like you know if you name your kid sebastian bach you're very serious about their like interest in classical music
1: absolutely yeah,
0: You know, um, but I, I, I love Skid Row, good Canadian band. Um, but, but seriously, just put on some good songs, whatever you want to listen to and take like 15 to 20 minutes to do that. Okay. Don't, don't go hard. Just, just slow. Cause 10 lunges will take you like 30 seconds. Then go into your squats, grab a little drink between 10 and nine, grab a little drink between nine and eight. The point here is it's going to take you 15 to 20 minutes. It's not going to be that hard. And you're going to accumulate 55 reps of each. Okay. Now, I know that doesn't seem like much, but if you did that every day for a year, just while you watched television, while you hung out with your kids, while you had a break at the radio station, you'd accumulate 18,000 lunges, 18,000 squats, 18,000 push-ups, and 18,000 sit-ups. Let me ask you, have you ever done 18,000 pushups in your life?
1: No, I have not.
0: Fuck, it's a big number, right? Like, you got to really think about it. You can do this without even breaking a sweat every damn day. Okay. So you're worried about the big workout, worried about, you know what, worried about doing your 55 lunges today. Yeah. Get it Here's another way you could break this down. At the top of every hour, do five lunges, five squats, five pushups, five sit ups. Okay. Do you think you could do that? Like if you got up right now out of your seat, could you do five lunges, five squats, five push-ups, five sit-ups?
1: Oh, absolutely. I could do it. It would be a little tougher today because I did death by air squat this okay. morning. And uh, Do me a favor. Stand up right now. Yes. Just give me five squats.
0: All right. Your legs Just five. Just <sighs> five. Two, three, four. Okay, sit back down. Could you do that every hour on the hour for a day? Sure. There's your 18,000 squats a year. You'd have the legs legs of your dreams. Okay. So don't worry about having the legs of your dreams. Don't worry about being called Quadzilla. Don't worry about having 32-inch legs. All I want you to worry about is just when that alarm goes off every hour, you just got to hit those five squats. Okay. And if it's important to you, you'll do it. I appreciate you know, it, man. I really, really do. Have you have you heard my green M&M theory? No. I think it was Van Halen. They would ask for ridiculous things to be done for them okay. when yeah. they go on tour. Like, I want a bowl of only green M&Ms. Right. What the fuck? Why? And it was a test for the crew. Because if you couldn't handle a simple task like that, I'm not – trusting you to handle the pyrotechnics it's a great it's a great way of looking at it too Because guess what happened to your boys metallica one of them got burned that's right right i mean excuse me james
1: hetfield got burned almost almost killed him yeah because someone fucked up yep
0: no 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 if you can't worry about doing this simple request filling this bowl with green m&ms i'm not trusting you with shit right so like that level of detail that's why van halen's good at what they do Right. You understand what I mean? Because Absolutely. you're worried about those little things. Worried about getting it perfect. Worried about the craft. Worried about doing what you have to do. Not trying to like worry about some end game. Okay. So that's that's kind of your – that's usually the first psychology lesson I work with people because people get hyped up into this whole thing of – oh my God, I'm, I'm working with Bobby Maximus. He's the man. Like I got to come correct. I got, I got to work my ass off. I got to get everything. No, 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 no. All you got to do is do your job. Right. That's it. You got to show up, work hard, ask some questions and don't quit. And if you can do those things,
1: you will get to where you need to go. Thank you so much, man. I re I, I can't express how much I appreciate it. And, uh, I, I'm, I really hope people kind of come along for the journey and that it, it encourages people yeah. to take interest me, in it. Me too. And just
0: worry about those things every day. Okay. Like So so every day we're going to communicate. I'm going to hit you up. Hey, man, how did your diet go today? Give me your report. And if I tell you you're only allowed 100 grams of carbs, just focus on only having 100 grams of carbs. If I tell you to get eight hours of sleep, that's all I want you to focus on. And if you just check those boxes day after day after day, man, Mike's going to be a fit motherfucker by the end of this process. Thank you, dude. That's it. You know,
1: so. I will, uh, I, I hope we can uh, check in again in the, you and I will personally be checking in a lot more frequently, but let's try to do this. Yeah, I, podcast I'd, thing. Love, I'd love to do this like once a week, have people follow your journey. The other thing this does is you're
0: buying your ticket. There is nothing that holds a person accountable like public accountability. It's true. Because you know that at the end of this thing, people are going to want to see pictures. You know there's going to be another podcast this week. You know that someone's going to be checking in when you buy your ticket publicly. It's kind of like when the sports person guarantees a win. Right. You better go out and win. Let me tell you, you know what I mean? Because I there's, do. No, I absolutely there's, do. there's no, uh, there's no give there. Like you got to go out and do your thing.
1: All right. Well, I'll get it done then.
0: One more, one more thing that I need you to do. Okay. I need you to get in touch with Trevor Bauer. Okay. And I need you to get him to give you those free Joe Kelly shoes that he okay. made last night. <laughs> Did you see this? I didn't, but I'm I'm, going to, I'm go, going to very soon. Go look this up. He made shoes that said free Joe Kelly on them with a picture of Joe Kelly. And then it says free Joe Kelly. And Major League Baseball told him if he wore them, he was going to get suspended. So then he went on Twitter and added some of the Astros players and said, I'll send this to you if you give me your shipping address. Oh. It's just like savagery.
1: That's a best.
0: Yeah, it's good. On I, it. I, I figured you'd
1: appreciate that because Joe Kelly. He's. I think he might be my favorite Dodger of all time now. I I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, he's. I I have a, a soft place in my heart for Fernando and like uh, Sandy Koufax, but I'm, Joe Kelly's definitely up up there. Yeah, he he in one game changed my whole world perspective on the LA Dodgers. So, (laughs) all right, man, this has been fun. There you go, man. I told you it was, um, it was really, really a meaningful podcast, I think. Um, and we shied away from, or at least he steered me away from like the meat heady stuff. It was really much more about self-exploration, introspection, and and getting in touch with self-imposed limitations and, and dealing with those. And like I said earlier, I mean, I think that there's a lot of carryover into, into the world outside the gym or outside of um, whatever venue you train in, the track or the dojo. So um, Bobby Maximus, at Bobby Maximus on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then also the book is The Maximus Body. And that is where you can find the 12-week program that I'm engaging in. I do, I do recommend it, honestly. Um, and also, if you're not interested in the program, there's still a tremendous amount of information that can be gleaned and a lot of uh, positive that can be taken away from the book, The Maximus Body. But if you got it in you, go ahead, follow along with me. Give it a shot. Give the six-month program a shot if you're not ready for the twice a day, six days a week. Um, but there it is. Uh, Bobby Maximus. Mama. Uh, I don't know, honey. I would imagine probably out in the casita, Maybe. the book is uh the maximus body he is bobby maximus at bobby maximus on twitter and in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares remember i do be good people thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform